0: we uh, six feet apart? No. But uh, But
1: at this point... In my heart, we're
0: six feet apart. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a love song from the 60s. (laughs) In my heart, we're six feet apart. No. but I don't know. Uh, The Titanic or something. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the 23 Podcast. We are doing something brand new today that we've never done before. We are recording the podcast... While we're on Facebook Live. Okay,
1: now this is the the challenge for us. The podcast goes out on Thursday. Yeah. But we're talking on Tuesday. So are we talking in the present or are we talking in the future? Yes.
0: (laughs) And I think the only thing that I could possibly say to help that is that the the present is constantly changing so much right now.
1: If, if If there's anything, it's like you have to stay informed every single day. And I'm not going to talk about the fact that we didn't know if today was a voting day or not, or on or off. I'm not going to talk about that. I just talked about it. You did just talk about it. But I'm I'm talking about in the church, trying to figure out uh, what we're celebrating, how we celebrate it, uh, what's this thing about not having public mass. And everybody's asking a lot of good questions. But uh, there's just so much going on, and it keeps changing not just daily, but almost hourly. Yeah,
0: no, I I think that really is true. So as we record today's uh, 23-minute podcast, it's uh, so good to be with you. Again, those joining us on Facebook Live, so glad to have you guys here. And uh, this episode of the podcast will come out on Thursday, unless obviously you're watching it in advance on Facebook. I would say at this point, before we kind of get into the readings for this week, let's talk about what we know. What we know. In terms of what's happening here at the parish level, because really that's all that we have the authority to discuss. Uh, as of yesterday, which was Monday, March 16th, uh, the Ohio bishops made a decision. Would you like to talk about The Ohio about that?
1: bishops made a decision together after consulting with uh, health authorities, the governor, and probably a lot of other sources. They decided no public masses, weekday or Sunday, through Holy Week, including Easter. Right. So, by the way, Easter is only three and a half weeks away. So it's not that long, but it is a still a period of time. But I have to try to define public mass. Yeah. Are we going to great. literally lock our church doors? Um, I don't know. And Some people may choose to do that. We're not. We have the the doors to the church, the doors to the parish office are all the same. Yeah. So if people come in during the day to pray, that's their choice. If they see a car in the parking lot, they can come in. The church is sure. disinfected virtually daily. John's been out there wiping things down all morning, yeah. and I think he does this every day. He just keeps going around wiping things down. Sure. But I think the important thing is that it's big, open space. People can pray quietly on their own. We want to invite them when the church is open.
0: Right, and our office hours are generally 9 a.m.
1: Well— Nine to four thirty. Yeah, but sometimes you know it goes a little bit later for whatever reason. Sure. Okay. the The next thing is um, we are planning to have weekday mass, and we're going to. uh, we streamed this morning, the Tuesday morning Mass at 9 o'clock.
0: We did. We did it right here on Facebook and then also on the website. So
1: And so we hope to continue to do that. Probably starting next week, it'd be Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. At 9,
0: which is actually, to clarify, a different daily Mass schedule than we normally When we,
1: when we were having Mass on Monday at St. Clair Commons, it was at 9.30 to comply with their schedule. So it's going to be 9 o'clock consistently all three days. In the past, we also had Thursday evening Mass. But this will be just in the morning. Right. So,
0: again, you can catch those on Facebook, and or you can catch them on at 23.church, yes. or uh, at stjohn23.org. There, you know, i got to say, real quick yes. before we go on, walking in this morning, we have a sign on the door. I'm looking at the door out the window. Um, we have a sign on the door that says, all public masses have been suspended or canceled. I got really emotional walking in the doors this morning. I mean, I knew the reality yesterday. We had a hunch this might be happening before they even made the the announcement, um, but it really hit me walking in the door this morning that this we are in unprecedented times. Yes. Yeah. For sure. So so it's it, good though that we can still stay connected
1: in other ways. And then on Sunday, 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 uh, we had uh, an incredible viewership last Sunday even though the doors were still open for people to come in. And we sure. did have some people come to Mass. But uh, you have some numbers about how many people watched us? Yeah,
0: so on a, on a given weekend, you know, the, the, the prior weekend, the weekend of March, what was that, 7th and 8th, uh, we had between 80 to 100 viewers online. Per Mass? Uh, no, total, total for wow. the whole weekend. Okay. That was a little lower than normal. But last weekend, we did about 1,500 total. So that kind of gives you an idea that families are staying at home, which we want them to do so that they can stay safe, um, but they're also able to at least still be connected to church. And, and, and we're
1: going to say us. more about this in the future, but we're trying to help people realize how you can celebrate Mass at home. Sure. Um, it's not just a hit and miss. I would really, just real quickly right now, I would simply say you've got to address it like you as a family or individual couple or whatever. Right. Almost the same way that they would see going to church. Yeah. So maybe they gather everybody together and and watch it together.
0: Airplay it up onto the TV.
1: Yeah. If they can airplay it onto the TV. Sure. I would know. I don't even know what I just said, but But, okay. (laughs)
0: I'll help you. so, so that's the plan. So on, on Sunday, what we're going to do moving forward, and again, this is as of Tuesday morning, things are subject to change, but our plan right now on Tuesday mornings is we will stream one mass from the church at 10 a.m. and kind of split the difference between 9 and 11, uh, so that hopefully, you know, our entire church community can... And,
1: and we, want, we want to do it together as a liturgy, so it's not just myself... Up at the altar in a big, empty church. Sure. So it's going to be myself up at the altar. In a big, empty church. <laughs> with a, a couple people, a couple lectors. Sure. And uh, a music person, a music man. He has a name. Uh, you know, unreal. Harold Her- Hill. The disrespect I get <laughs> uh, around here. My- is Michael. Michael. Is, oh, that's right. Thank Michael you. is going to lead mm-hmm. us in music. Very so we will still celebrate. And when you do a stream like that, the words of the songs are even on the... Uh, On the monitor, if they're watching it, they can sing along from home.
0: Yeah, somebody was actually telling me the other day (laughs) they were watching Mass last Sunday from home, and uh, she and her husband were singing along to the songs. And uh, I think one of her older kids was in a different room of the house, and she thought our kids probably thought we were crazy, but we were loving it. We were singing it. We were participating in the Mass. That is good. Okay,
1: it was was just fun. Okay, so So that's that's where we're at, and we're already well into our twenty-three minute podcast. Well, that's what happens when you only have 23 minutes. Okay, so should we go to the readings?
0: Yeah, let's get to the readings for this week. Now, I, it's hard, it's easy to lose track of what is going on liturgically, but we are liturgically celebrating the fourth Sunday
1: of Lent. And fourth Sunday of Lent is always called? Laetare Sunday. Laetare Sunday. And the color vestment is? Rose. Optionally, yeah. <laughs> or violet. Or violet. <laughs> You set me up for that. I know. But you, it is a rose color, just like Gaudete, the third Sunday of of Advent. And they're both to connote the message of joy. Leitare means joy. Gaudete sure. means joy. Sure, Rejoice. Now, um, I was thinking, I don't have rose vestments, and please don't buy me any. <laughs> but, but I don't have rose vestments. He's not asking for a gift. But, but because of the reading, I was thinking, you've heard the expression looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. I have. And what does that mean to you?
0: You know, I think of like the 1970s where everybody wore tinted glasses.
1: Oh, the expression goes way back beyond that,
0: though. Well, that's old to me. (laughs) <laughs> my socks are old for you that's true you might yeah. want to you can buy him new socks let's all agree he could probably but, but use not rose colored socks, socks. Yeah. no that's true although
1: that might look nice under black no okay anyway so rose colored basically is where you the are the optimist you are the positive person you look at uh, all kinds of um the good side of things the glass uh half full not sure. half empty sure the reason that's valuable to talk about is because this gospel is about seeing. Hmm. We are in the premier year cycle A, a of of scripture readings, sure. and we have the three biggies in a row. Last week on the on the third Sunday was the Samaritan woman at the well, the image of water. This week is the man born blind. I want to see, sure, and that whole story, and it's really an incredible story. It's it's really quite humorous. You have to read it. Uh, as if, uh, as almost tongue in cheek. Okay. And then the third one is uh, the following Sunday, the the raising of uh, Lazarus from the dead. So that goes right into uh, Passion Sunday, which is Palm Sunday, only a couple weeks away. Sure. So let's talk about this. The, the I'm not going to read the entire story. It's long. Long. I will tell you the story. There's oh, a, I feel like this is like story time, hanging out with Dad. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, There's this guy. <laughs> and he was he was blind. Yeah. But he was born blind. And this is a theological issue because at the time of Jesus, they really thought if you were stricken with an ailment, right, that meant you were a sinner. But he was born blind. So the question, theological question was, did he sin even before he was born? Or is he the recipient of the punishment because his parents sinned? Okay. So this whole thing is like, who is the, the sinner? And Jesus is basically saying that's not the way to look at it. Right. Unfortunately, people nowadays still kind of ask that question. I remember a woman saying about her husband who had a stroke, you know, what did he ever do wrong that he has to suffer through the stroke? Yeah. And it just wasn't it wasn't a legitimate question. Sure. But I couldn't move her off of that. Yeah. So uh so we, we look at on the other side we look at a good person almost assuming they should never suffer. And that's not true either. And so kind of keep that in mind during this uh, pandemic. You know, it's not like bad people are going to be afflicted and uh, inf- uh, uh, infected. Sure. And good people won't. It doesn't work that way. No. We can't assume that because we're good. By the way, we always assume we're the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny how the, the human yeah. Yeah. The
0: human brain works in that way? Yeah. I, uh, I I just read last night that a number of priests in Italy... Have died of this coronavirus. Yeah, I and, know. And you say, you know, oh, God, how how could this happen to to our priests? We need our priests in the church. And, yeah, but it's it, the the virus doesn't take sides necessarily, right?
1: And and for what it's worth, we are probably more likely to be exposed to the virus than other people. Sure. So uh, just not, not your... all other people, but lots of other people. Right. So okay, so. I'm just going to read a little bit here. Okay. Are you going to read? I'm trying to find out where <laughs> I want to start. I'm not starting at the beginning. He's it looking says, yeah, for a spot. Okay. Uh, okay. So the man says, I, I, uh, Rabbi, they bring him. Who who sinned? Him him or his parents? And then Jesus said, uh, made some salite took, made some clay with the saliva, smeared the clay on the man's eyes and said, go wash in the pool, pool of Siloam, which means scent. He went and washed and he was able to see. And then that is the beginning of the story. He was restored with sight yeah. and he was able to see. And once he restored had sight, then everybody wanted, "Who who healed you? Mm. And, and then of course he says, I don't know, just this guy, he... He put saliva on the ground, and he made clay, and he, I can
0: see. Can you imagine the reaction, just somebody randomly hearing this story, and say, what? What are you
1: talking about? Yeah, right. well, that's what they said. Or oh, it's not the same guy. You just look like him. And he said, no, I am the guy that was blind. That's me. That's me. So the whole story goes on. That's why I said it, there's a lot of humor in this whole thing. And eventually, even the you know the Pharisees and the scribes, it's a very long story. Eventually, the, the <laughs> it really is. But they come up. And they say, uh, how do you know who he is? By the way, he runs into Jesus and he finds out who Jesus is. Yeah. So he starts to tell people. And then the, the Pharisees and the scribes, especially, they get upset. Yeah. They can say, you were steeped in sin. They're still back into that sin thing. Sure. You were steeped in sin and you're telling us? Yeah. And the guy keeps saying, all I can tell you is I was blind, but now I can see. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know that line? That's from one of your favorite songs. Amazing Grace. Amazingly, yes.
0: Do you really think that's one of my favorites? I don't know. You, <laughs> you really projected that onto me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I it, like it. Do you like it? I like I mean, could I actually say I don't like it? That no. would be not.
1: No, I have a priest friend who has given me strict orders that if he dies before I do, that I make sure that that song is not sung at his funeral.
0: He does not like that song.
1: Well, he does not like, he said, that's not my story. Mm. it's a story of a man who was steeped in sin sure who uh received the grace of God and had a new beginning yeah so uh, <laughs> everybody's got a story everybody's got a story including the man born blind sure so the the man born blind obviously sight in scripture is always an indication of more than just physically seeing someone mm-hmm. it's always like connecting in a visual way, uh, sight is always about insight mm. or seeing with the eyes of faith. Yeah. So really, you're going from blind to sight. You're going from the unknown to the known. That is the real message.
0: So I think, you know, given our current world situation, how do we begin to address, you know, what we are going through as a world through our eyes of faith? Like what... What is getting you through these
1: days spiritually? Well, last night I found myself, uh, I was in church. I was in this building pretty late. Everybody was gone. Mm-hmm. And I found myself just needing to go into church quietly myself. I tell other people to do it, but I had the same need yeah. to go in. But um, I didn't literally cry, but I felt like just going in, just sobbing for the pain of the world. Mm. Uh, and I'm not even upset about... I mean, sure, I'm very disappointed. I'm hurting that we're not able to have Sunday Mass and even the RCIA question and Easter celebrating Holy Week. Yes, that's very painful. Sure, But this was much bigger than that. It's like the pain of the world, people having to step back from everything. Uh, now, what's keeping me going? I find I look at the big picture... And I look at the close-up picture. Yeah. The big picture is we will get through this. Right. Now, some people personally will, will not. Sure. And their lives will never be the same again. People are losing loved ones. Right. Uh, but we will get through this. So I look at the big picture and say, God is still here. I had a really powerful experience the other morning. I, I was up early. And for some reason, I stepped out. It was still dark, like the pre-dawn darkness. Yeah. And I could hear the birds sing you oh, know, I've heard because that the last they two always days. start an hour or two before the sun is up. Yeah. And I thought one, on one hand I was jealous of the birds. Like you guys, you don't have anything to worry about right now <laughs> except getting through the day without getting, getting uh, clobbered. Sure. Minor details. But, uh, but that, so the other, on the other hand, I felt really positive. Like there's new life. Yeah. So that's the big picture. We have to keep believing you know, like the the song Don't Stop Believing.
0: It's one of the greatest songs of all time. And it's by Journey. Very good. Very good. That's my year, not yours. I I know <laughs> that song. I've told you this story about that song, right? I don't I don't remember. I will make a very long story short, but I read actually it was the biography of the keyboard player for Journey, and he talks about the day that they wrote that song. He um he came up with that little piano bassline riff, you know the very famous yep. part, and he said, "Oh, this is good." And he, his father told him when he wasn't making it in the music industry, you know, because he got everybody in the music industry gets a million no's before they get the yes, and he was getting so disheartened by all the no's, and his dad said to him, "Don't stop believing. You're gonna make it someday." Okay. That that's
1: so cool yeah now did you have a million no's before i finally said yes to you no you were desperate (laughs) so you took me (laughs) okay now you're stuck with me i'm stuck now let's go back to the other side okay that was the long the long view looking at the big picture sure the short view is that we have to go through this crisis with our eyes wide open back to the idea of sight yeah we have to see the two things I said in the homily last week, we have to see God's presence. Sure. Is God with us or not? Sure. God is with us. We, ha- we have to see God's presence and we have to cling to it. Uh, we have to pray. We have to find new and better ways of praying. We have to dig into prayer, in, uh, not just praying for things or praying, saying prayers. Sure. The other thing, though, is we have to be, Aware that we're in this together, we have to find ways to support one another. Yeah, and if my gift is to help people spiritually, I have to find ways to do that spiritually. Right. If if I can help uh, with food, if I can re- find ways to call people and give encouragement, I just had a phone call from a pr- one of our parishioners, mm-hmm. uh, just encouraging me. It was just a friendly phone call, checking in to see if I'm okay. That's kind. And I said, except for the staff I have to work with, I'm really good.
0: Hello. <laughs> Hello. You know, I I think about what we talked about two weeks ago when we were reading through uh, the readings for the Transfiguration, and that line that I love so much that when the light dissipated, I'm paraphrasing, they could see no one but Jesus alone, that we have to keep, through this crisis, we have to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Yeah.
1: Um, but, but Jesus keeps his eyes fixed on lots of people, not just, you know, I, we don't want this to be just a Jesus and me thing. Sure. No, I didn't mean that. Yeah, that but that we, he is what will unite all of us. Yeah, we have to see as Jesus sees. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus sees, not with rose-colored uh, glasses, <laughs> but Jesus sees uh, the ups and the downs of everybody. There are some who probably are already uh, suffering cabin fever. Sure. There are some who just don't know. You know what's coming next, right?
0: You know the Psalm this weekend too is it's one of everybody's favorites. You know, you said Amazing Grace was my favorite, so I'm going to project favorite Psalms onto people. Psalm 23, probably one of the most famous responses in all the, of the.
1: Uh, right, which
0: version are you singing? The Lord is my shepherd; there is nothing I shall want. And um, just to know that we have a, we have a lot of needs and demands right now, yeah. Um,
1: but that we trust in the Lord that He will provide us. And the first reading is about. It's from the book of uh, Samuel. It's about shepherd. It's, a, it's about a calling of David. So it's like, you know, this is a good example where the first reading and the gospel are not necessarily the same theme. Yeah. But it's almost like somehow we know we need a shepherd. Sure. We need the shepherd. Yeah, the one and only. And then we have to shepherd each other. One of my favorite uh, cartoons was this uh, flock of sheep but one of the sheep had a T-shirt on that said staff. Oh. It's sort of like, okay, even if we are one of the sheep, we have to watch out for each other. Sure.
0: And I think, you know, we've seen that in really beautiful ways thus far. You know, people are caring for their neighbors. That You know, people have been calling church asking, how can I help out? You know, who is in need of getting groceries picked up? Yeah. Um, even one of our parishioners was on WTOL this week, you know, asking if people need groceries, you know, to, to to let her know so that she's, she had a whole
1: group being assembled. Yeah.
0: So it's, it's beautiful the way that it's happening. And I thank God that in the year 2020, we at least have our, our modern technology of social media and digital communication to keep us more connected.
1: And here at, uh, here at St. John the 23rd, we are continuing to reach out. Check with 23.church on an ongoing basis. We'll keep
0: you updated there. All right, my friends, that's going to do it for another episode of the 23 podcast. Our plan is to keep this going each week as normal, as long as we can, and uh, we will stay. (laughs) We we will
1: stay far away from each other. As he
0: backs away from (laughs) me. All right, guys, we'll take care, and uh, we will see you online this weekend, 10 a.m. Mass from the church this Sunday. Join us at 23.church or on Facebook Live. God bless you.